Welcome back, everybody, to the Late Bloomer podcast. This is going to be my fifth episode, I think, so far. Um, It's getting kind of hard to keep track of these things. But today I have someone that I share a love for pop culture, which is in reference to anything Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and overall just Disney, I guess, at this point. Um, She is also a published tattoo model. She is a Jersey girl living in L.A., Um, and I would like to introduce all of you to Brandy Lynn Armenti. Hi! Thanks for having me. Oh, no, 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 no problem. I'm I'm, I'm glad that you came on to this show so short notice. I feel so cool, actually, to be asked. (laughs) No, no, I I was planning on bringing you on to the show at some point in time, uh, but, like, I called you yesterday, basically, saying that, hey. I don't have a life. It's fine. (laughs) No, that's not true. That's not true. You're actually very, very busy, and and I'm really happy that and honored that you were able to take the time out of. Oh, well, I'm honored you asked me, so thank you. Oh no, no problem. Okay, so Brandy Lynn, let's get right into it. Do do you remember how we met? I do. Do I say the story? Do you say the story? I mean, I. Um, let me just go ahead and say a story that I don't know if you're aware of. Okay. Um, (laughs) I love it. So, uh, I think you and I were supposed to meet. Long before we actually did. Oh, really? I don't know if I ever told you. Oh this, my God, no! Tell me. Bad. Okay, so. Um, <laughs> well, we should probably let everyone know that we have mutual friends. Yes, uh, Brian and Belinda are our mutual friends. Yes, we're friends with both. And, and they're great people. I, awesome. I love them to death. I really do. Me too. And, you can um, like squish them. Yeah, most definitely. Sometimes <laughs> I, there's one of them that I could kill. Sometimes Brian. But I love you, buddy. Um, anyway, so Brian, for a really long time, he he would tell me that there was a friend of his that I would get along with great. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh my god, why didn't anyone tell me this? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Maybe oh, because funny. I was always not just like Pat, but I was just busy with with a yeah, lot of things. So same. there were times where I was just like, nah, it, sure, yeah, whatever, whatever you say. And then we finally ended up meeting at Brian and Belinda's wedding, wedding. rehearsal. Oh, the rehearsal, yeah. It was pretty extra that day. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking a lot in line. Yeah. you were. W- was it because you were just nervous? I think or? I was nervous and because, well, sidetrack, I do talk a lot. So maybe it's good that I'm on a podcast. Yeah, most um, definitely. But yeah, I think I was just nervous because I like, I don't know, it was a big day for them. And we were trying to line up and I was jibber jabbering on. I and that was the day right word. before the wedding. That was right before the wedding, yeah. Yeah. And I think I was like rushing after work, so I also was nervous, like, oh my gosh, I have to get there. I'm in the I'm in the wedding party, I can't be late. Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to make sure it was all perfect for Belinda, cause and Brian too. They're both my peeps. Yeah. I don't know why I said peeps. Um, That's perfectly fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think I was just really nervous and I was talking a lot that day. Like a lot. Yeah. Like a lot, a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think people were really annoyed at me. I was like, oh gosh. I personally wasn't because I felt like somebody needed to talk. Because that, at that point in time, I feel like a lot of us were meeting for the for first time. For the first time, time yeah. So like, because Brian had his uh, bachelor people. Okay. Um, or group, sorry, bachelor Gr- people, grooms, grooms people. Groomsmen. Um, and then Belinda had her her bridesmaids. True. I guess we and also the bridesmaid had an upper hand because we like um a, a good sort of us went to Vegas. Yeah. Like not so like pretty recent to that. So at least we kind of all like vibed already. So that's true. I don't know. I just I'm pretty extra just in all out yeah, honesty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's funny. I didn't know we were supposed to meet before that. Yeah, I think How there funny. were a couple occasions in which Brian was just like, oh, we should do this. We should hang out over here. And then I was just very. Then again, I. 
I don't know what it, uh, I think I was in a relationship at the time, so okay. I was very focused with whatever it was what that my doing. girlfriend wanted yeah. to go ahead and do. Aren't so we all? Uh, yeah, that's like me now. Like I'm always at Kevin's house. Oh really? <laughs> always, but. Anyways, yeah, I think we always get... I think when you get in a relationship, you just kind of get comfortable of, like, always being with that person that Mm -hmm. then you forget, like, oh, yeah, there's an outside world. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I have friends. But also, I don't have a lot of friends, so I feel like when I do get invited out, it's kind of a big deal. I should probably make it... I'm, like, I have a weird person. I go from, like, being really outgoing personality to then being, like, very homebody. But I think also, too, like, we probably would have met earlier, but I was, like... Working three jobs, trying to graduate college, and yeah, I was pretty busy. But now I have a lot of time, so that's why we hang out now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we, we do our best to hang out. We go to Disneyland. We do go to Disneyland. Is, uh, except for this one instance. <laughs> An uh, not mentionable time. <laughs> I will never accept the blame for that. That was so your fault. You were supposed to hit me up. It was not my fault whatsoever. I don't know. I still went, and I kept my end of the deal that I was going. <laughs> yeah, you kept your end of the deal with yourself that you were right, going to go. But if we're going to go like that, I'm going to like bring up the fact that on your other episode of your podcast, you told people that you like lied to them about the Mandalorian tickets, and I'm going to take that a little personal too, so we're one for one. Look, <laughs> I was listening to that that episode. Was it last episode? No, episode three. Yeah, with and George. I was like, okay, that's what happened. But anyways, I it's okay because like I've only ever watched Mandalorian. I've never seen any other Star Wars, so I, I'm not hurt. It's well, fine. I mean, up until that point, I was innocent until I proved myself guilty. You 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 read your own self out, and that was so fine because I felt fine. like I needed to get off my chest. Like it was just it was like eating you up inside. Like yeah. oh my god, too many people have like asked I was me the about one that it. had the tickets. I'm the one that had the power, and I decided to take this. You just one threw person. your friend over in the bus. Yeah. Oh, I mean, threw him under the bus. Is that the same? Yeah, under with the bus? me. Yeah, I was just it's well. Fine. I mean, by the end of the day, there was reasons as to why it was that I took George, but um, yeah, but he is a very more of a Star Wars fan per that podcast than I ever am so george is, but if you took yeah. someone to a disney thing i would be highly offended anywho well then i won't tell you what i did last <laughs> week so um all right so you're you're you sorry just going yeah, back going just back. a little bit i go on tangents um, no audience, that's, that's fine sorry. that's fine i'm gonna do my best to try to keep me reel us back <laughs> um so so we met at the wedding we met at the wedding which was Amazing. I had a really great time. It was time a really, really great wedding. Uh, do you remember? Um, so, there's one thing about that wedding, and I love telling the story to Brian and Belinda. Oh, gosh. Because I, I got really drunk. Oh, at you the did? Wedding. Oh, I really? I don't remember. You really don't remember this? Mm-hmm. So, I. I remember Brian and Belinda saying that they had an open bar for about an hour. Oh, yeah. Oh, and my then God. we were taking photos for most of that. And everyone was, like, trying to get their shots in. Remember? <laughs> so then I go in, I rush in, and after they said, okay, you're done, your obligations for the wedding party are over, go enjoy yourselves. So I was like, cool, bam. I run in, <laughs> I grab a bunch of drinks, I start just chugging so them down. Funny. And then I hear the DJ say... Uh, would the wedding party please meet the bride and groom outside? Oh, yeah, because we had to all, like, walk in together. Yeah, and then I, I remember know, you, you were at, drunk then? Brandy, I looked at you and I said, I'm really drunk. Because oh, right, you know I went what? up to Brian and Belinda. True. I was like, what's going on, guys? Like, what's up? And then... Oh, yeah, because sidetrack, we ended up walking together in the wedding. Which yeah. Which was pretty funny. Yeah, we, so. we did. That's We are partners, I guess you could say. Partners. Right? Yes, partners. We, we were. We... Yeah. Walking partners. Walking partners for, for the ceremony. Oh my ceremony. god, that's true. And, and then, I was all nervous too when we were walking, like in the rehearsal, I was like, oh my god, like 
do I walk too fast? Do I walk too slow? I remember you telling me that. I was like, I just need your help. Just help me out, man. I was like, you're doing great. You're doing fine because I have no idea what the fuck it is I'm doing either. That's funny. But then the entrance, Brian, I remember going up to Brian and Belinda and saying, hey, uh, what's going on? Are you guys okay? What what do you guys need us out here for? And then Brian looks at me and he's like, oh, we're going to do our entrance. And then I kind of like stopped and I'm already drunk. So I'm like, what do you mean entrance? Were we not supposed to go inside? Because I've been in there, dude. The whole time. And it's amazing. (laughs) And then he was just like, no, silly. We have to walk in. I was like, Brian, I'm drunk as shit right now. Like, I haven't had anything to eat. I don't think you were like too like noticeably drunk. Well, Brian has come to to tell me that I am not drunk, drunk. Gotcha. So like I'm able to kind of carry myself Okay. fairly well but i remember looking like look you're gonna have to lead me in this because i have no idea what the fuck it is i was like on. nope i need a partner let's go <laughs> let's let's figure this out so but yeah so yeah. that was a good time and it, then it really was. funny then like what after like maybe a few weeks uh, that was early april so then like end of april i had already seen endgame avengers on endgame the yeah. day when it came out mm-hmm. like the first day it ever came out like when we saw it earlier because, you know, i am got to see the movie before everyone else sees the movie. That's fair. I, I and you had already seen it, too. Yes, I had. And it was funny because on Friday, when it, like, opened in, for every, in theaters for everybody, Belinda was telling me that she was going with, like, Brian, Paul, and you. And then, and then they had an extra ticket. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I would totally see it again. And then we kind of, like, really became... I really got more immense in your guys's group i actually wasn't supposed to go to that show oh really yeah no paul that's oh, why that's i wasn't funny. sitting with you guys i don't know if you oh, remember yeah. i was sitting all the way at the front the and you front, guys were sitting yeah. in the middle and then i finessed my way oh, to one of the rows yeah. in the back oh yeah that's a good point but then i remember we yeah. all like we, we all saw the movie and then we like were like talking in the parking lot for like two hours after yeah yeah like disgusting and i think that's when i really got more like in tune to that group like yeah. where i was like oh my god paul and juan are like my friends now it's kind of cool wait we were I thought so. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> well, here we are day. now. But oh. anyway, so that's kind of like, in short, I guess, how we became friends. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we've been friends ever since. And and it's been a great friendship so far cool. whenever it is that we follow through with plans that we make with people <laughs> and not make them feel bad. I, I never made anyone. But I got to keep the content up for the followers. <laughs> I guess that, that's fair. But all right, so let, let's really back a little bit because you said that you were working three jobs in order to get yourself through college. Mm-hmm. But I also mentioned that you are a Jersey girl. So you're yes. not from the West Coast. You're no. from the East Coast. Yes. So tell me, what was it like growing up in, in, in New Jersey? Jersey? Oh, wow. Um, well, Jersey, it's funny because when I was younger, when you're, I don't know, maybe when you're younger and you grow up in a state, you kind of just can't wait to leave the state. Right. Like, I couldn't wait to, like, get out of there. And now that I'm here, I have, like, such a pride. Like, fuck, oh, can I curse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, fuck yeah. Uh, you know what's great? I'm really a Jersey girl. I, I love it when people curse and they say that. They're just like, are we allowed oh, to do that? Here? Like, yeah, go for it. I don't Because um, now I have, like, such a pride. I mean, I always, I feel like. Anyone that's from New Jersey, if they don't have pride about being from New Jersey, like, go away. Because, like, we're such this small state that just gets shit on and shit on by everybody. New York just shits on us because New Jersey and New York are, like, like, I was very close to New York. So, like, I'm northern Jersey, so I could get to the New York City in, like, 20 minutes if I really wanted to. Really? You know, plus or minus traffic on the time you go. Mm. But I could, I was, I'm, like, a little jaded. Like, New York City is, like, nothing to me because I'm, like, meh. It's, it's all right. right. The only time I would suggest to go to New York City is during Christmas. Only good time to go. Otherwise, it's like a, 
upgrade from Holly going to Hollywood. Really? Yeah. So, but anywho, um, but yeah, so I feel like growing up, like it's like you kind of got the best of both worlds because Jersey's like a metropolitan area, so you can go to the city or you can go to the more like suburban areas, like I guess a little more like I don't know, countryer, but it's very green, trees everywhere. Um, but yeah, I kind of I grew up in a really small town where like everyone knows everyone. Mm-hmm. But, like, and we call them towns. I know you guys hear, like, I guess it is a city. But, like, like okay, so you know how you have, like, Northridge and North Hills are really close together? Yeah. I'm only using that example because I used to live in Northridge. But um, in New Jersey, we have those. Like, you have Parsippany, Lake Parsippany, all these other, like, intermediate cities. But we just call them towns. Okay. So that's how you always know someone's from the East Coast because, like, I think it's an East Coast thing. Like, oh, I'm from the town over. It's fine. But I don't know. So that's, like, an interesting little fact. Um, a myth is that New Jersey does not have an accent. Really, we don't have an accent. If someone from New Jersey has an accent, it's either like a Philly, like Southern Jersey Philly accent, mm-hmm. or like a Long Island, Staten Island accent. Because I don't really have an accent. Maybe when I say certain words, people like are like, oh, okay, your Jersey accent came out. But like, if people are really talking like crazy and they're like, oh yeah, it's a Jersey accent, mm, it's probably like Long Island, Staten Island, more like Boston, New Yorky. Mm-hmm. And the biggest misconception I need to tell everyone is we're not the Jersey Shore. I was just Please about to bring up the Jersey Shore. Please do not compare really me to the Jersey Shore. The, I was going to ask you, how do you feel about Jim Tan uh, Laundry? Gosh, Jersey Shore ru- ruined us. It ruined us. Now, okay, so in that show, most, I think literally only one of them was from New Jersey. All the other people were from Long Island and Staten Island, which is New York, okay? Kick them to New York. They were not from Jersey. <laughs> Uh, I feel like I have to get famous so that I can, like, bring Jersey a good name to itself because, really, who's from New Jersey that, like, people like? Maybe besides Halsey. Halsey's kind of cool. Halsey's from New Jersey? She's from New Jersey, I yeah. I actually, like, wasn't really into her at first, and now I've really come to really love her. So, I, she's cool. She can, she gets the pride. Okay. But, yeah, otherwise, who else really? I mean, like, there's some other people from New Jersey that people don't know. Like, the bands I listen to are from New Jersey, but mm. not a lot of people know them. Um, anyways, yeah, so it's pretty, pretty cool. I mean, yeah, so I feel like, I don't know. I don't really know what to say about my, about, like, <laughs> about New Jersey. growing up in New Jersey, like, yeah, I don't, I, like, specifically, like, it was all right. I feel like now I really have a pride about it, because, like, you have seasons, and, like, I don't miss snow, mm-hmm. but, like, when you're younger, and you experience, like, quadding in the snow, and, like, playing with sleds, and all that stuff, it was really fun. Right. Now, I don't miss it at all. Once I turned the age to drive, I was over the snow, ready to get the fuck out. <laughs> but now I'm like, okay, I like, had a cool like growing up in it. But I don't know. I'm glad to grow up in Jersey. Okay, I guess the biggest thing about being on from the East Coast, and at least for me, to per se, is that I am so straight up that a lot of people either think I'm a bitch or I'm too upfront. Or honestly, though, I'm not a liar. Like I can't lie. I'm just gonna be honest with you. Yeah. I think that's like the the jersey in me is that i'm yeah not that i'm aggressive but i'm not gonna like beat around the bush for these like sensitive california people in a way you know like everything's pc and no i'm just gonna tell you like this is my thoughts i'm sorry if it hurts your feelings but i'm not be- gonna lie to you kind of yeah. feel like i feel like you know not everyone in california is like that or not everyone is like super sensitive or not everyone is like fake because you know like california has that like stereotype about being like fake and hollywood yeah, yeah. and everyone's fake Everyone's trying to, like, sell a brand of themselves. Yeah, which there is a part of people that are like that. But I think, like, having the core of, like, growing up, like, rough and tough in it, kind of. Because I raised... I pretty much had to, like, at one point, like, raise myself. 
Mm. I think that's kind of like the thing I love that I have in me. And then now I'm able to like grow on that. Like I'm so happy I grew up in like a small town and got to deal with what I got to deal with. And now I like got out of that where I appreciate it more. I think now that I'm out of Jersey, I like when someone at work tells me they're from New Jersey, I'm like, yo, man, let's be best friends. Like we got this pride going on. So I don't know. I I really love New Jersey. It has everything you could want in it, really, pretty much. You can drive to the beach. You can drive. You have snow if you want snow. But also California, I love, too. So it's just, you know, I guess in different places, different times. I don't, like, get homesick, really, to Mm -hmm. be honest. Um, Maybe only around the holidays. Like, right now, like, when it was Christmas, I wish I could have been home. But otherwise, like, I don't, like, miss it where I want to move back. But I just have, like, a pride about it, if yeah. that makes sense. I don't really know if that makes sense, but... <laughs> no, 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 that, I, I, it, it does. It, it does make complete sense. But So you were saying something, or you mentioned that uh, when you were growing up or once you got to a certain age, you just couldn't wait to get out. Oh, yeah. So is there a reasoning behind that? Like, well, what made <clears throat> you... And what made you want to come to California, come to California. Spe- specifically? So I think when you get to the age, or at least for me, when it's... so. California doesn't know what snow is like yeah it snowed on the mountains the other day and like the freeway shut down but you guys don't know what a blizzard is like a negative degree blizzard where you have to take three people to bust open your door blizzard so I think you get to the age where like snow blizzards happen and like it causes black ice and you have to drive in it you're just over it yeah. I was so over like unsnowing my car and being fucking cold all the time and so I think I just at one point like got over that part. So I really wanted to move out for the weather just to be in nice weather where you just wake up and it's sunny and happy. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like a different vibe. Yeah. And then two, um, I couldn't wait to get out because for me personally, I had a pretty, pretty chaotic family life. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad was like not awesome. He was pretty, pretty shitty, <laughs> um, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And so I think like with that and like high school was really hard for me. I got bullied and people were like, you're friends with people, but you're not really friends with them. Like you're like, I was like a floater in high school. Like I really did my own thing. And I became friends with a lot of older people because I had an older sister. And then I like lived in an apartment complex. When you live in an apartment complex, you just become friends with everybody. So yeah. it doesn't really matter your age. So I became friends with a lot of older people. And then they would take me to concerts. So I really like got into like the rock concert scene. Right. Which was awesome. And I'm very thankful for it. Like saved my life. But I was very outcasted in school because you don't like that's not cool right like i would wear checkered skinny jeans right, and right, right. suspenders no i know exactly and purple, yeah. i would wear purple skinny jeans and red skinny jeans. and i thought i was so cool but i'd go to high school and people would be like what is this girl on i used to have like smurf blue skinny and jeans it was, like, and cool, like really bright but red nobody skinny liked it. at the time yeah i thought i was just like just this punk kid and everything but now I will admit, I look back and I'm like... And you're a little embarrassed, right? What the... <laughs> me <laughs> too, me too. I was like, I'm my like, mom let me walk out of the house like that. I'm like, what was and, I thinking? But like, at the time, you think it's like, that's what you want to wear. Yeah. And so I got really bullied, actually, which not a lot of people know. I'm not very open about it. Um, but yeah, and I feel like also I was like, because I was that outcast, once you like leave middle school and high school, there's like that weird change in people where like, you might have like hung out with a group of friends in middle school, but now they're like too cool for you or they're getting different activities than you or 
So then I felt like I was friends with them, quote unquote, and like I knew them and we would talk in the hallway or like maybe if we had class, mm -hmm. but I wasn't actually friends with them, right. if that makes sense. No, so, it does. It was like really hard for me in high school. Like my guidance counselor was like my best friend, to be honest. Like really? I spent countless times in the guidance counselor's office. <laughs> yeah, it was hard. It was hard, not just because of like people your age, but then I was going through so much shit in my personal life right. that it's just like... When am I going to catch a break? Yeah, yeah when yeah. am I going to catch a break? Like I had so many car problems and, and, and people get shit handed to them. Like I would sit at this lunch table and this girl would just be like, oh yeah, my, my dad's buying me this car today. And here I am like counting my pennies to buy my own car because my family's not going to buy me a car. Mm -hmm. So it was pretty rough just like and also i was work i've been working probably since i was like 11 or 12 right just literally knowing i have to make my own money like really young because i come from a family of divorce and chaos and abuse and you kind of realize really young like oh my god i have to get my i have to get my own life i have yeah. to look after myself maybe is the mindset more so and so i felt like i always had like had to find a job so like i was my first ever job actually it's really funny i washed a fam so my my dad when he was around he had a biker club mm -hmm. and so like all the other biker clubs would know each other from other ones so a, a family a biker from a family like became family friends mm -hmm. and he, I, I actually started washing his jeep was my first car he would pay me to wash his car every sunday I would bring it by and i would roll the extension cord from my bedroom window outside and like clean his whole car it was pretty funny so i just always been working so i feel like in high school people aren't really working yet like no one really understands that so i was yeah. really grinding it out so i just really didn't belong in high school and it was pretty rough it's pretty rough so i just couldn't wait to get out i was like oh my gosh i have to leave this town and also too my town was really into drugs and i'm not into that because my dad was a drug addict so i just don't even mess with that stuff mm -hmm. so for me it was like i have to get out of here like it was kind of, I don't know if you guys have it here, but, or if you had it in high school, like, do you ever go back and, or like, say you like leave for a little while and you go back and visit and there's still kids doing the same shit they did in high school. Like I would go home for Christmas and visit and there would be the same kids I remember from high school still hanging out at the 7-Eleven, like doing drugs. Like who fucking knows what they're doing? Yeah, I'm yeah. like, what is wrong with people? Like, oh my God. So I felt like I, if I didn't get out. I was going to be stuck there forever. So that was a main motivator to get out. So so then the reason to come to California, I don't know why I chose California, to be honest. I'd never been here before. I just had this, like, notion in me, like, I had to be out here. I don't know. Like, I just always had this essence of, you like... You had a feeling in your jellies. You're like, yeah, I'm going to go. Yeah. And, and it's not because, it. like, I was like, oh, I'm going to go to Hollywood and become famous. Like, that's not realistic. You don't, you know, some people do come out here for that. But I wasn't, like, an actor or, like, I wasn't pursuing that. I mean... Mm -hmm. I was pursuing modeling because I, I would go to New York and do try to do modeling there and dabbled in it a little bit. Um, then I kind of realized, like, I don't know, I just, something brought me here. So literally, like, I tried as hard as I could. So I basically was like, okay, the weather is nice. I'm going to, I have to get out of here for my sake. Or I was like, you know, I was really in a really dark, dark place. And I had to get away from all my family. I had to get away from everyone I knew and just kind of start. I wanted to basically start a new life. Yeah. Where nobody fucking knew me. And I could just be on my own and do my right. own thing and figure it out. So that was the main reason I moved out here. And then the way to like afford to come out here is I went to college out here. So that's kind of. How I did it, and I just packed up all my shit and drove cross country all by myself. You drove, you didn't fly. You no, did. I drove. Yeah, I literally packed my whole car up, which was like a shitty ass car, but it was my car. Yeah. 
that I had no car payment on, and I just packed it all up and drove out here. It was actually the best experience of my life, but that's a long story. <laughs> no, that's well, really. Um, like I said, we we have to keep on keep going back. back. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's fine. Uh, just going back. So I was also bullied in high school. Oh, okay, really. Um, yeah, middle school and high school. I think my bullying kind of eased up my senior year of high oh, school. Okay. So I went to a school in which it was middle school and high school put together. Oh, interesting. So a lot of us, we were together for like the oh, seven, so seven years. Oh, that's so interesting. I don't... What, like, so what age was middle school, like, Sixth stopped? Grade. So... So from 6 to 12, you're all together? Yeah, for that's the most so part. That's so weird. Yeah, it was, it was something Maybe else. Maybe that's... Excuse me. Maybe that's, like, a good thing. It, it, it kind of was... Um, but then it kind of wasn't because I feel like some people do have that transition from middle school to high school where they're able to kind of find a new identity if they're going from Mm. one school to another. Another, Um, but if you're continuously going with the same Same. people, then it's kind of hard to, to branch out of that. Exactly. And, and kind of develop like a a new persona for yourself if that's what it is that you're trying to do. So I, I was bullied for, um, for a good while, but my mom likes to bring it up all the time. She's like, you weren't a saint either. Oh, so okay. I was a really scrawny, really short kid. Did you get into like fights and stuff? Yeah. I can't I, picture that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Nobody can. So I'd get picked on, but like it, it, they wouldn't be like really big fights. And I'm, I'm going to be honest, like I could hold my own, but I would lose. Oh, <laughs> and, at least you tried. Yeah, but That's all that matters. The reason that it would get to that physical, like say I'd be walking down the hallway, right? They'd like push me mm-hmm. into a locker, right? But they have the physical advantage over me (laughs) i would have the smart mouth advantage so i would find a way to pop off and just like (laughs) as something where it's just like they would have just left me alone had i just kept my mouth shut i wish i was like that i was really shy like i know you don't know me as shy but Mm. i was i was kind of shy growing up oh really i was pretty shy i mean i did i always once i knew people i would talk a lot but until then i was like really shy like i would like walk through the hall like don't make eye contact with me like Mm -hmm. always like oh my gosh like nervous no yeah yeah and uh, i actually can't picture that at all it's funny right but a lot of people say that to me now especially when people know me because like then my personality comes out but when people don't know me or if i'm in like a strange situation i'm I'm pretty quiet or i guess i'm just i'm very awkward (laughs) like super awkward so yeah i would never want to get like a confrontation i would never want to get into so i'd always just kind of be like look away or not mind like my own business kind of thing but yeah oh no i i couldn't and i also had a habit of getting into situations where it's it's kind of like that white knight situation but not really a white knight situation (laughs) so i remember this one time this happened in elementary school there was this one kid um it was this kid michael who was picking on this kid i'm I think his name was Fosto or whatever. Okay. Let's just say for the sake of argument, okay. let's start his name Fosto. <laughs> so he was just like just punking him around, right? Mm-hmm. And then I and people were just watching. So my stupid ass <laughs> decides to go in there and tell him leave him alone, oh. right? So then immediately Michael drops Fosto and comes after comes me. After you. <laughs> and Michael was. I'm pretty sure he was held back at least 10 years because oh, no. he was huge. And, and he, like, picked me up and threw me. Oh, my God. And I, and I like, legit ran, threw you? Yeah, legit <laughs> threw me across, across <laughs> the, the, the soccer hell, field. And, and I just remember just like, yep, this is my own fault. Oh, my God. This is what I get. Yeah. That's not good. And and I it took me a while to kind of grow out, grow of, out that. of that. I yeah. feel like I feel, yeah, I feel like I kind of always had, like, a chip on my shoulder because I feel like, like, I had an older sister, so... 
she had already went through the high school so i knew i kind of had like a little bit of upper hand because like people knew me because of my sister sometimes yeah and so i like or at least i could be like oh yeah i know that person like i thought like, i was cool when i knew like the older crowd of her of people she knew right right and i was cool when i got to like hang out with them because i felt really cool because me and my sister are four years apart so it's a big difference yeah so that was kind of cool but then kind of like you know if they didn't like my sister it was not fun yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know people like could be mean and then it's like oh great but um and then i kind of always had chip on my shoulder because i was on the field hockey team okay for years and when you're in middle school you're like pretty popular like oh, okay like i had a group of friends and i thought i was kind of like not popular, but, like, kind of cool. Like, oh, yeah, like, I know these people are my friends and we're cool, but then you go to high school and it's, like, different because now there's even older kids and then your friends become friends with them, but they're not friends with you, so now you're just kind of sitting on the bench and you're just, like, like waiting, like, during warm-ups or something and they're all, like, having a good time and you're, like, the awkward girl, like, I don't know how to talk to these people. I don't know them. Yeah, yeah. So I felt like I knew people because I was, like, on in sports and, you know, you're in the same hallways and mm-hmm. your sister is older and I knew her friends. But then also I really didn't know anybody also, if that makes sense. Yeah, it was, like, really weird. High school was weird because I feel like I knew people, but no one cared for me. Or, like, you're not, like, the biggest thing I get now, actually, is people, like, men that didn't give me the fucking time of day in high school. Like, I looked like shit back then. Like, I didn't blossom or anything. I'm in high school. Yeah. I mean, at the time, you think you look good, but you look back, and you're like, oh, my God, you did not look good. But then <laughs> Those they, jeans did right? not work. Or, like, you have prettier friends, or right. you have more popular friends. So, like, people I was friends with in middle school became really popular in high school, and they weren't friends with me anymore. Like, they didn't care about me. And I guess I was, like, technically, I was, like, older for my grade. I really should have... I, like, missed the cutoff like mm-hmm. where my birthday falls. So, like, I guess I already had an older mentality than a lot of these people, like, where dating boys and doing drugs like wasn't my thing i was like let's graduate and get the hell out of here well aside from that your experiences growing up obviously help you mature yeah a lot, yeah uh, like faster. i like people are concerned about their boyfriend and here i am like my dad just beat the shit out of me i don't care about this shit like, right, you know right. it's different mentalities or right. like my dad beat my mom up or whatever it was but um yeah so like just way different mentalities where i just didn't care about a lot of shit that normal high schoolers cared about like going to football games and like making cupcakes and shit like mm-hmm. You do it because you're like, you feel like you have to, but then you're not really f- mentally there in that space, yeah. if that makes sense. But um, I was going to say something else, and now I don't remember, but <laughs> I just went on the tangent. No. Um, but yeah, so yeah, high school was not fun. I would never go back to high school. High school, I think I would just to do a couple of things differently. Different. And not a couple of things in um, in a sense of like, like within the realm of high school, mm. but like education wise, yeah. like had I known certain things, invested yeah. in fucking Bitcoin at the time. Oh my God, yeah, right? Wouldn't like, we all? Yeah, so. I would definitely do things different of like how I went to college. I think I went to college like fucking like wish I had more experience, but I was also the only person in my family to go to college. Mm-hmm. Well, like my immediate family, but um, but yeah, I f- actually I remember now I was going to say is people that didn't give me like men that didn't even give me oh, the yeah, time yeah. of day, like wanted to date in secret or like not show me off dude at the minute i moved to california become a like i was always pursuing like there's stages you go through at least for me where i was like i'm pursuing modeling so for a long time i was pursuing modeling in new york i pursued it i came out here i started to pursue it but then you you kind of hit different criteria at least in my brain we're like okay now i'm a model like i've done this and this so i'm a model now yeah. a legit model i'm not a victoria Secret model one day hopefully but Right now, like, I've hit certain milestones for me that I'm like, okay, I'm cool. 
people would just show up in your DMs like and I was start say, they're following just trying you, to slide in. start following you, and you're like, you're like, like. Do they I, ever leave you like little emojis? Oh and my things god, like that it would be they're... so annoying. Like, okay, this blank blank guys like oh my god you look so good now okay where were you when i was in 11th grade and i liked you like okay cool bro yeah like now i'm now i'm like because i'm a model in california now i'm eligible for your attention like i right. hated that shit now oh you've my reached god. the standard that it was that they yeah. were looking for. or now they like see like i have tattoos and i'm ed- i'm edgy and i show my body off like oh now it's like piques their interest and I just oh my god I would just shut it down I would never follow them back and it was just so silly to me like okay these people in New Jersey these and even some girls girls who never really cared about me in high school now follow me want to be your friends yeah or... and I think it's I mean it's cool follow me that's yeah. fine but we're not friends because you were mean to me like okay yeah no no I I completely under- I completely so get it's that really funny so that's pretty pretty um like funny now looking back like yeah. okay now that I'm out of New Jersey and looking back and no yeah most of it was like there were some people so I grew up in Pasadena um I, I haven't left the city in terms of like, all right that's not true I lived in North Hollywood for okay. a little bit um but there were some people that bullied me all the time back in high school and like I said uh, mentioned before in my senior year, it seemed to kind of go down. Okay. I think, I don't know if it's because I reached a set certain level of confidence. I don't know mm. if they just reached a certain level of boredom with bullying mm. me at that point. Yeah. And they Could figured, it's, it's we're going to be leaving it. soon. Why why try to carry this shit on anymore? Yeah. Um, but I've, I've seen some of them after we've graduated around Pasadena because a lot of us still live around the, the area. 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 Yeah, so, and, you know, they try to act cool with me. I'm just like, that's cool, whatever. Yeah. It's Like, what. I'm super cordial, but yeah. in the back of my mind, I'm like, you I'll f- never forget. You fucking threw me in the trash can. <laughs> yeah, <I think>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, you called me fat and told me I wasn't good enough. Yeah, and <laughs> and that that's just the way that it goes, you know. Yeah. And, and there are some people that... I, I hope that they do end up changing, not yeah. for my sake, but for, for other, other people's, people's sake. sake. You know, I just want them to. If like I'm, I'm cool, and I've reached a point in my life where I'm like I don't think about that, but you never forget it. But it's just I hope they have find their light somewhere. I don't know. I feel like I have all this chaos and darkness, yeah. and I'm like a pessimistic person. That like when I when I moved, it was just like I just want to find the light. Yeah. I'm just trying to find the light and the magic. <laughs> Wait, what year did you graduate high school? Um, high school 2013. So okay. I'm, yeah, 2013. So you're a few years away from your high school reunion if they end up oh, having Oh, gosh. Would you I go? Feel, so it's funny. I always thought, like, oh, fuck that. I'm never going to go to my high school reunion. I, I literally hate most of those people. Like, yeah. I really hate a lot of them in my high school. Oh, my gosh. Especially the president. Oh, my gosh. He freaking, actually, it's a really funny story. Like, I'm just throw, totally going to throw shade because they're probably never going to listen to this. But I'm pretty Watch sure. Watch them actually, actually listen, listen to, to this. It, and then they just, like, they, like, so call you out. Right. When, when you oh go. Oh, my God. Imagine. So, there was, like, this one kid whose initials, ironically, are NJ. <laughs> so, um, I don't know if they were the president, but I know they were, like, high up in the student board where they would, like, organize it. And it's funny because they recently... Like, I was always cool with them. Elementary... We went to the same elementary school. We were super cool. Middle school, we were super cool. The minute we got to high school, he was in, like, this group called The Breakfast Club, which I was... Uh, so, my, my high school was very stereotypical, and they labeled this one group as The Breakfast Club, like, goody two-shoes that weren't actually goody two-shoes. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because in middle school, I was friends with all those kids. Like, I would hang out with them. We'd play... Like, we'd have parties and play Manhunt, this game called Manhunt. I don't think California knows about this game, but, no. oh, my God, it's really fun. It's kind of like hide-and-seek in the dark. <laughs> I don't know. It was really fun. Anywho, we played this game called Manhunt. Whatever, we'd have these parties. And then the minute we got to high school, 
I was like outcast. They're like, oh, you're too cool. You're going to your concerts. You don't want to hang out with us anymore. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go to this concert. That doesn't mean I'm not friends with people. But I got like outcasted really quick from the breakfast club and so the breakfast club would hate on me so much like so outcasted me and they were so mean to me that it's funny because like some of them follow me and still follow me and then this one person followed me and he had posted on facebook some really like stupid thing that i actually commented on and i was like fucking pissed about it like bro you don't know what people are going through he basically was trying to hate on people like for participation awards and granted i see both sides of that that argument but I, like, made a comment, like, you don't know what people are going through. Maybe that participation award made that fucking person's day that gets beat up at home. Like, you just never know what people go through. And he, like, counteracted me, whatever. So then he followed me recently, and I didn't follow him back, and then he unfollowed me, and I just thought it was so funny. Like, motherfucker, I see you at that graduate. If I see you at that high school reunion, I'm talking to you. I don't know. I feel like I I wasn't ever going to go, but now I'm like... Maybe I should go. I'm like, look at me now, motherfuckers. It's an excuse to visit home. That's true. You know. But yeah, I have like a couple. I have like three more, three more years. Yeah. Did you? When did you graduate? 2011. So, oh, yours is coming coming up. up. Are you gonna go? I don't know. It's hard because I feel like I would want to look super good and I want to be like super successful. That's that's my thing. I'm hoping this podcast takes off. Yeah. <laughs> and then just be like, okay, I have a podcast. What are you doing with I your life? I hope my podcast beats Joe Rogan's in a year. Like, oh, Joe Rogan's <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, I know. But um, no, I don't. But you never know. I don't Shoot know. High. I know. Um, so it's a hard debate. Like, do I want to see these people? Do I not want to see these people? There are some people that I would want to see because yeah. I can't say that all of high school was a horrible experience because there sure. were some people that were really nice to me. Mm-hmm. And again, my senior year was the best year out of high school for me, for out you. of those four. Because so maybe you'll have fun. May- maybe. Maybe. I just think, do you ever do you ever watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah. Oh, so I think the, it's the high school reunion? <laughs> where it's like, freedom. And they're like dancing at the yeah. end, but then they're actually like not looking good. Like his belly's out and she's in her brace. And I just think like, oh my God, would that be me <laughs> though? Like thinking that you're looking really hot and good and you're like ready to go. And then you're like totally embarrassing and still just as awkward as you were when you were in high school. I'm going to end up in the bathroom like <laughs> sniffing shit just like Charlie oh Day's character God. was. Too funny. No. Oh my goodness. That's one of my favorite Always That's Sunny. That's actually really my great. favorite show in the world. It's it's so good. It's so good. But no, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I will say that there is... It's funny because I was actually talking to somebody about it today. Oh, really? There is this one girl that I never shot my shot with back okay. in high school. So oh, I was so just maybe like, you can try. Maybe I can try at the reunion hey, if like she's there. that's a good story to tell. Because at that point, I'm just like, okay... I did it. And that's all that matters. And that's all that matters. Yeah, and I who fucking it. cares if you never see each other again if it doesn't work out? Yeah. But maybe it will work out. Maybe it'll be magical. Maybe. I don't know. She I'm, She was a girl that people would talk about constantly. Okay. And I didn't know that she was in our class. Oh. Like, I think we went to school together for, for a good while. And mm-hmm. our cr- paths just never crossed. crossed okay. Ever. And then it just... Maybe it's senior time. Senior year, like, I was just like... <laughs> That's, that's her, her. <laughs> oh that's funny what's hey, up yeah. Yeah. hey well you go to that reunion you let i'll i'll like send you the magic of disney and to you and you'll have the confidence watch me cool. just get all hyped up for it and then she not <laughs> and like go. she has a boyfriend <laughs> or she's married with or she's like two married kids. yeah right no Isn't actually i don't think she is i think hey. she's single you never know then. Yeah, I you never g- know. Can't, Fingers crossed. It's always worth the try. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, by then, hopefully, I'll be working as an actor, but we'll There we'll, you we'll go. See. Shoot high. Shoot high. Yeah. 
Well, look, so you ended up moving out here to California right yes. after high school because we're going down uh, that, that rabbit, rabbit hole, hole. That, that, that is memory lane. Um, so you ended up moving out here. Did you, and you, But you graduated from Northridge. Did you go to Northridge yes. right yes. off the bat? Yeah, so I literally graduated high school and moved out here right away. Who did you know out here? Nobody. You just... I had no friends. So it was kind of weird because I really don't ever have friends. I really don't even have that many friends now, mm-hmm. but it hit me. So I went on this road trip, drove by myself, and then when I got... So the first place I went when I came to California, because I had already... Had a, I had an apartment already lined up. I was already enrolled in school. So I did all of this pre-coming here. So mm-hmm. I like could get out here. Yeah. So then... The first place I went to California was Huntington Beach. And as I'm like sitting on the beach, that's beautiful. And I can't believe I'm here and I could go to the beach any day of the week I wanted to. I like realized like, oh my gosh, I'm like however old I was when I was, when I moved, maybe I was 18 when I moved. Um, I have no friends. I literally have no, but no friends. I don't know anybody out here. Like how crazy. So that like was kind of a weird thing when you have to learn to like remake friends at 18. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, you have, I have to do this. But it ended up being cool. I was fine. I lived with a, a friend who actually was from New Jersey who also went to school out here. So that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I went to Northridge. I would have graduated in four years. But I graduated in five years because I switched my major. That was a little bit of a bummer. And I had to pay out of school tuition, which sucks. But I did everything I could to become a resident right away. So, like, as soon as I moved here, I, I made sure I, I went to write to the DMV. And I already had an apartment. So, I did all these things. But, like, college makes you, like, you know, wait, like, a couple of years yeah, before you like can do it. Yeah, it's, like, two years before yeah. you're officially considered. Yeah. So, that was a bummer. But it all worked out. I graduated in 2018. Yeah. So, like, over a year ago. Almost two years. Wow. It's so weird to say. Like, oh. I have my bachelor's degree. I'm like a What did you get your bachelor's in? In business. Okay. So originally I was psychology and then, because I really love psychology. I really love, because like I'm a, I'm kind of like an introvert and an extrovert and I really like am inside my mind a lot. So mm-hmm. psychology to me was like awesome because I got to like figure out my own mind and then it was cool to like figure out other people's mind. Like it's so sad, but I could diagnose every character in Winnie the Pooh with like a psychological condition. So it's like I could never really watch Winnie the Pooh again, which is like one of my favorites. Because oh, my my mom calls me Pooh Bear. So it's okay. like a cute little nickname. Anywho, sidetrack. But um so then I realized wow I really cannot make money in this. I need to switch my major. So I, I went the more practical route because I'm kind of a corp like at the end of the day I model, but then I have to have a real job, like a realistic job. So had to go the business route. So okay. treated me well, found a job. Mm. And But you were already doing modeling at this point. Yes, yes. I've always been doing modeling, like always. Like, well, I meant like out here in LA. Oh, so how yeah, did, yeah, yeah. How did you end up doing that? Because you, you said you were doing it on the East Coast, a little bit out in New York, mm-hmm. and I'm assuming some in New Jersey as well. Yes. And surrounding areas, but... You come to LA, don't know anyone. I mean, it was hard. It was really hard. It's even hard now where I feel like I've booked a lot of jobs, at least for me, who doesn't do it full-time. It's hard when you don't do something full-time. Like, I have to have a real job full-time. So to do modeling full-time is really hard because I love it because it, like, gives, like I have no confidence, but when I model, it's where I get all my confidence. You from. have no confidence. I have no confidence. <laughs> I'm, like, not a confident person. I'm very humble. I'm very, like, awkward into myself. But when I am modeling, for some reason, modeling is, like, my niche. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's funny because I can take, like, like, when I went to Disneyland, I'm super awkward, like, taking cute, like, little influencer videos and, like, photos like that. Like, it's, like, not as nat. It's, like, I don't know. It's, like, a little awkward for me. But yeah. then when I'm, like... I got a whole production with the camera and I'm on a set. It's like, oh my God, like this is like I was meant to do. So it's like, I don't know, I get my confidence in this like alter ego of my myself. 
but but it um, all depends on the environment that you have around you that's yeah. when it really starts to come starts out starts to come out yeah. that's true yeah that's true but i feel like with modeling like i found my confidence cuz mm-hmm. i i actually didn't think i was ever gonna i never like wo- i never like thought about like oh i'm going to be a model one day it just kind of happened and i think that's what really made me think like wow i can really do this because someone a photographer sought me out through someone else's facebook growing up like when i was little mm-hmm. and so it's kind of how it all started and I kind of like oh my god maybe I can actually do this so in New York because I lived really close to it I went on like like these things called ghosties and stuff and you go to all these auditions and you try to get in but if you're if you're late and I didn't have like family support so that was really hard for me Mm because no one really supported my aspirations and even when I tell people in in school or who I was friends with or or interested in they really didn't support me either so I really was just my own beck and call like Mm -hmm. just pumping myself up and so I did New York for a little... Well, I tried to do New York for a little while, but they're fucking mean, man. I am not seven foot tall, and I'm not a stick figure. I have, like, real women hips, and I'm only 5'6". So New York was very, like, oh, I don't think it's going to work out here. Yeah. Because <laughs> New York is still very, like, old school modeling. So then when I realized, okay, I'm going to move to California, I'm going to do it, I'm doing it, um, I got out here and I realized, oh, shit, like, I can be who I really am here because, like... California, they don't care what you look like, what you dress like, what you are, how many tattoos you have. They're so open and free here, which is like the best thing ever to me. Mm. I can like be myself and stuff. And I come from like a rocker, rocker, tattooed, like motorcycle family. So the fact that like I'm going to have all these tattoos and I can still model was like really empowering for me. So I think that's so when I finally got out here, I just did like Model Mayhem, which is like a website to try to find modeling jobs. Is that where you ended up? That's where I met Brian, actually. So, funny story is, like, my first... Not my first, actually. I had, like, other... Like, so I've shot in New York. I shot in Jersey. I shot in Pennsylvania. And I had a really bad experience in Pennsylvania with, like, a really creepy photographer. Because you just never know who you're going to get. And so that kind of let me learn early on, like, about creepy photographers. Like, or people that don't, like, isn't a real photographer. Like, they're just trying to take pictures of women. So when I came out here, I had a few, I had a really good one, and then I had a creepy one, and then finally I met Brian on Model Mayhem, who is a photographer as, like, a hobby, I guess, too, and we shot, and it was awesome, we became really good friends, we caught really good content, and I just shot with him a lot, and then I ended up meeting another um, awesome, awesome girl, I have to give her praise, um, Skin Deep Photo. Okay. They, she took a chance on me on Model Mayhem when I didn't have too much of, like, a like a booking like I didn't have so much in my my end of pictures and, and criteria to go off of and she booked me and casted me and when someone casts you they like pay you so it was awesome and it was like the best experience ever and I met her and it was she really helped me get started out here so yeah. and I still shoot with her to this day so if you want check her out but um it's Melissa with Skin Deep Photo and she's really helped me get my like grasp in California modeling Mm-hmm. So now I'm just kind of trying to book away. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it's been, it was, it's very hard. I, technically, I'm freelance. So I, I use Instagram and try to book my own jobs. But it's a pretty hard business to get into. And do you think that that's had an effect on your confidence? Like when it, like, yes, it does give you a boost of confidence. But like when, whenever it is like you, if you ever go through like a slump, mm-hmm. does that end up affecting you? Like mentally it's it's actually really funny you asked me that right now because right now I feel like I am in a slump and I've actually been a little depressed about it because I feel like 
for a while, I was pretty steady. Like, I did, like, at one point, I worked as a stylist in a boutique in North Hollywood, actually, and I was in a runway show, and that's when I was like, oh, shit, like, I'm a model now. Like, I did a runway show, and I was, like, in a few magazines published in, and so you feel like you do all this stuff. I was getting casted a lot and booked a lot by different people, and you're like, okay, this is, like, really, like, a, a ho- it's, like, a hobby career, because it's, like, a side career. Yeah. Like, a side hustle, I guess. It's, like, now it's, like, influencers. It's kind of like that. So for me, it was like, okay, this is going really well. And then I got, like a few months ago, I did promo for a company's, like I was the model they chose. After, out of all these models they shoot, they chose me, which was like, oh my gosh, like yeah. greatest moment of my life. <laughs> like, oh my God, you want me as your your promo model? That was really a like boost in confidence, as you say. And then, I don't know, recently I kind of like had, like I, I had a couple things and then I, I put on my own, my own photo shoot where I casted a studio and, and people to be in it and photographers and all this stuff because I had a vision. And then after that, I don't know, I got really depressed because I like saw other people's content and it was like way better than what I had just produced. And I feel like I feel like for me, the goal is every photo shoot, I want to look better than the next. So if it doesn't, I'm a little let down. Like, oh man, I, I could have produced better I could have looked better I could have sucked in my stomach better I don't know like you go through all these things because being a model is not easy right you can't just go in front of a camera maybe some people Mm -hmm. maybe some people that look flawless can do it but like for me I have to really work at it like you have to think okay you're like when you're you're trying to pose for a picture but you're also thinking like okay are my angles okay is my posture okay is my face okay is my face and my arms like awkward are they in sync it's like am I making the right pow am I (laughs) you think about all these things yeah yeah and it's and then you're trying to do it in two seconds think all these things and then produce it so I felt like I don't know I felt like I haven't booked anything recently so I was getting really like let down and I was looking at all these other influencers and I was like okay maybe I should go more influencer route and because I go to Disneyland so much a lot of people are telling me I should do videos which is what I've tried and trying I've been trying to do and I don't know you just kind of get down on yourself like okay am I not am I not good enough anymore should I not be doing this then you look at someone else's Instagram and maybe they weren't like doing as well as you before you like you like when you discovered them maybe they didn't have as many followers but now they're like blowing up and you're like oh my gosh like this not happening for me what? yeah, yeah. what's going on so I, I feel like I kind of have been a really in a funk lately about it like I actually was telling someone at work that I had an experience and I feel like afterwards I was really let down about it like I was so depressed and I just feel like I don't know like when you don't get booked you or like people don't reach out to you you feel just really down about it or like yeah we're not as many people are like, hey, like, let's shoot. You're just kind of like, okay, maybe I'm doing it wrong. Yeah. So actually being on your podcast is like the first thing I'm doing in a while. And I feel like, oh my God, it's, I'm like really nervous to do it. But I'm also like excited because I'm like, oh my God, somebody wants to do something with me. I told you that I was going <laughs> to bring you on to the podcast. But it's like, you know, it's because like, it's really like we're doing a trade for a trade, right? Like I'm trading to be on your podcast, but, and then like you're getting a guest, but I'm getting content. So it's like. But also we're friends, so yeah. it's cool, but I'm not to be... I was going to say, trade for a trade. You're not going to invite me to a photo shoot, are you? <laughs> we've, we've talked about this, about, about me in photos. You don't like it? I, I don't. Well, maybe when I come up with my morning talk show idea, <laughs> you can be on it then. I told you, I'll do it if I can wear a mask. We'll, it's we'll, just we'll talk. Thing. We'll talk about we'll it. We'll talk. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I think because I'm also very pessimistic, I'm, I'm my own worst critic, like... I see a photo that, so modeling is, you, you get paid in all different ways. You get paid in prints, which means if you take like 300 photos, you're going to get all 300 photos. And if you get paid in like 
PayPal, Venmo, Cash, whatever, you you only get what the photographer wants to send you because you have a deal. Or like whichever, if you sign a contract with them, you have a deal with them, they're going to send you 20 photos, but you might take 500. So, or you get paid in like clothing or product or whatever else. But so all are great. I don't mind either or like send me all the prints because I'm really hard on myself. So I want all freaking 500 photos so I can post like what I think is best. And then but when they send you photos that they think are best, it's really flattering because you're like, oh, wow, like I that's an awesome photo. Like, mm. that's really crazy how it turned out. But then I'm like also like super critical. So I'm like, oh, my God, I could have done this better. Oh, my God, I could have done this better. So, yeah, I'm pretty, pretty hard on myself, actually. It's rough. <laughs> it's no, pretty rough. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, I completely understand that. Like um, when I was doing uh, this dance project of mine with my friends, you know, uh, aside from the fact that we were taking a really long time to finish it, um, it just wasn't where it was that I wanted it to be. Oh, okay. And me taking this new position as a director, I put a quote, uh, director, quotation. <laughs> you know, um, it, it was a position that was kind of just thrusted upon me. So mm. I was like, I, I don't know if I feel ready about this to yet. To do it, yeah. Um, mostly because I I am my wor- own worst enemy when or, it comes down yeah. to things like that. Especially when, when it comes to anything that I'm doing artistically because it's, I want it to be great. Mm-hmm. I want it to be where I envision it that it could be. And if it doesn't get there, then yeah, I feel let down. Let down. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I feel like if you have this vision or even too like you have you wanna put your like even with Instagram right now, like you wanna put the best picture to like showcase that art or whatever what you were doing. And if you like yesterday I uploaded a photo, I uploaded two photos and I did the first one, I felt confident with the first one, but then the second one I felt like my nose looked like a Squidward nose. And so I'm panicked that now I've uploaded something that I don't feel like I look 100% in. Mm-hmm. But then I show someone and they're like, you look fine. It's like, I'm just thinking like, oh my God, I have a Squidward nose. When mm-hmm. I really, my nose is nowhere close to Squidward. Right, right. But in my mind, I'm like, oh my God, I look like a SpongeBob character. So I feel like, yeah, it's like you put this artwork or like a podcast, you're putting content or photos or whatever. And there's so much like anxiety of like making sure it's perfect. <laughs> you don't want to put something out there and then it's like oof what if it's bad yeah but i guess you have to or you don't know what's going to come out of it so i, I feel like i go both ways like okay i'm going to put it out but then i'm scared <laughs> right, yeah. so I, I can understand that are, are there things that you do in order to bring yourself back down to earth like for example whenever it was that i was going through the process of like learning new moves or trying to execute them when i was in practice you know people can tell me all the time like it looks fine it looks great you're you're worrying but I'm constantly thinking to myself, it's the voice inside my head, Mm -hmm. but the only way that I'm able to really calm that down is by like listening to certain music or, or, um, certain sounds or just like sometimes even just sitting in silence and just just getting into a vibe. Yeah. Just like, all right, cool. I'm chilling. I'm fine. I'm in my safe space. Like, is there anything that you do that kind of just like brings you back in? That's actually a really good question. I don't think I've ever thought of that, Mm -hmm. which is interesting now to think about it. Um, I don't think I like... If I feel like I'm being really critical and I'm in my own, like I'm by myself, I think I kind of just like, yeah, maybe do what you do, like go in like a quiet zone and kind of just be like, okay, I'm fine. Like I didn't, I kind of have to tell myself, like I, I got here on my own. Like I had nobody help me. Like literally no one has helped me. Like I have gotten the jobs I've gotten because of me and I've worked, I feel like I've just really worked really hard. And yeah, I've had a lot of people like help me along the way. 
in different aspects Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day like i've been my own drive because Mm -hmm. no one has been like rooting behind me like yeah nowadays people are like my friends are like so rooting for me but it took me a long time to get there okay (laughs) whatever one mostly because you left me behind at disneyland okay okay that's fair that's no i'm kidding so yeah of course you you have yeah so great support behind you now yeah yeah, i wouldn't yeah it's pretty 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 decent um but like you don't always have that so i feel like i have to remind myself like okay i like i think i just take myself back to like what i've been through and i really just think okay like i've been through this i can get through this like right. i'll be okay there's nothing that's going to be put in front of me that i haven't yeah. been able to conquer before in the past that i can conquer conquer now, now yeah. yeah and then honestly like yeah listening to music really helps me if i'm like feeling lonely or sad i'll just i'll listen to music but then when I'm in a moment and like around people and I don't feel comfortable, I don't really know if I do anything to snap myself out of it because I wear my emotions on my sleeve. So I feel like it's hard to like shake that because I'm pretty, pretty authentic. So if I'm like really not feeling like, okay, if I'm ever at a shoe and I don't feel comfortable, I do have to say in my mind, like I'm here on a job, like I can't ever like let that affect me. I guess it's like going into work. If I ever feel like I'm having a really fucking shitty day and I go into the office, I'm like not trying to take it on everybody else. So I guess I just keep to myself. Maybe yeah. that's what I, I mean. Yeah, I guess that's what I do. No, no, I just that, keep that's to fair. myself. Well, so it's interesting. So there, there are times where like, especially when I was going through the whole sushi process and even before that, there are times where my anxiety gets the best of me or like there are ideas that I start second guessing in my head in like the worst possible places ever. Mm. Like I'll be out at a club with my friends. I'm supposed to be having oh, a good time. And, and then all of a sudden you. I'm thinking fuck that one eight count does not flow with that other right. one and i'm gonna look like an idiot and i just like get really quiet and my friends have talked to me about this before they're just like what do we do when i do this thing where i just like i don't say anything i I'm just gonna, get I'm up the same way i walk away and i just stand somewhere yeah you just want to get away kind yeah. of or you and just want to like make yourself small in a sense yeah i'm just like all right i'm, I'm here and then um, I, I didn't really realize how often I was doing it oh, until okay. somebody pointed it out to me oh. and they were just like, what do we do when you do when that? When you get like that. I was like, oh, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, like you feel fine, yeah. but you just need a second. Yeah. I'm like the same way. I just need a little, they're like, okay, because I've had some people wondering if they should approach you, if oh, you want us wow. to ask you if you're okay. I'm like, you guys are more than welcome, welcome to. Welcome to, yeah. But I'm, I guarantee you, I am a-okay. Yeah. See, I, I think um, actually when I get like that, cause I do get into funks a lot, cause like, have like um I, I call them funks i wouldn't like i used to be like when i was younger in a very dark place where you think like the worst like yeah you're, like you're gonna kill yourself or whatever i have been there before but i've gone out of that like therapy is my best friend yeah <laughs> but um but nowadays now that i'm older and have more of a sense to myself i feel like when i do get into funks i actually want people to come up i actually i'm like i don't seek attention i'm not like an attention whore i don't really seek it but of course like it feels nice mm-hmm. so i feel like when i get in a funk i do want attention like i want someone to come over and be like what's wrong and coddle me like mm-hmm. but when i'm not in a funk i don't want that mm-hmm. but when i'm in a funk i want people to like approach me and get me out of it yeah because then I feel like, oh, yeah, they noticed I was kind of, like, sad or I don't know. Like, for instance, like, okay, so it comes at you at the worst times, actually. Like, anxiety sucks. One time we had a birthday party for, um, like, with the family. And it wasn't my birthday, birthday but, um, like, I you know, someone's birthday party. You have to be happy and it's a great day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Patriots law. I'm okay. Side note, I'm a diehard Patriots fan. Football I have been a fan since I was eight years old. I'm not a front runner. I can name all our players. I know the football. I'm a girl that knows football. 
let's go Patriots. But the Patriots lost. And since I'm so hardcore into it, it fucking ruined my whole entire mood that I felt so bad because it was like people were concerned about me. They're like, are you okay? Like they thought something was wrong with me. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm just a sore loser. So it's like you don't know when it's going to hit you, but it will hit you at the wrong times because then I felt so rude. Like, oh shit, I was rude at this birthday party. The way that you feel when the Patriots lose, I've only felt once. <laughs> uh, and, and I'm pretty sure I've talked to you about this game and it wasn't because of who won <laughs> it's about how they won hey and it win's was, a win what super bowl was it it was like four years ago i can't i'm trying to block it out of my head was it four years ago? 2014 2014 2015 we won 2014 yeah i think it's 2000 let's i'm pretty sure it's 2014 i think it was 2000 you're right it was 2015 but technically the 14th season yeah um anyway so seahawks are, uh, are are right there what was it like 15 yard line not even oh no it was 2016 was it yeah and that hurts even more <laughs> it's, about to be, it's about to be four years oh man oh man when yeah 2016 i feel like it Se- was the 2004 i guess it hasn't been that long oh uh, when the patriots beat the seahawks because we decided not to run and we decided oh to God. pass and hey, you know, you guys were there, and and the better team won that day. The better playing team won that day, but it still hurt. Not yeah. because you guys won, but because we had a chance to win. Sorry, and we fucked up. but we did win in two thousand fourteen. Yeah, um, two thousand fourteen. Yeah, I was like I'm against the against who? I thought it was the Seahawks, but it was. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I don't know. Tom Brady has too many rings at this point. But um. Oh wait, it does say it was the Seahawks. Why did it say two thousand seven? I don't know. Whatever. Whatever the case may be. It's been so many Super Bowls. I can't keep track. Oh, okay. Here we go. (laughs) I'm sorry that I've only been able to experience two Super Bowls as a Seahawks fan. One we won against the Broncos, and then the second one. That's true. Ah, whatever. It's it been is a good six six rings for us. Yeah, I guess so. But you know, today we lost, so it it happens. I I believe in the Patriots. See, you gotta respect us. At the end of the day, people hate the Patriots. Honestly, I'm a Patriots fan, but if I take my bias out of it, you have to respect their statistics because yeah. at the end of the day, Bill Belichick, Rob Kraft, and Tom Brady, the the freaking eliteness that they have brought to the patriots the patriots were shit back in the day nobody gave a shit about them and now to see like what they've done in the last 20 Mm -hmm. years is crazy so people that hate on us are just salty because we're so good and they're tired of seeing us in the super bowl which sorry not sorry i'm not tired of seeing us in the super bowl i'm tired of the tom brady but you know what we got to respect us. Tom I'm, Brady's the GOAT, man. I'm ready for the Russell Wilson show. I don't know, man. He's so and, up and down. And he's probably <laughs> never going to get the Russell Wilson show. Probably. I, mean, I had such he, high hopes. He might and be he all might. right yeah. this season. He's doing well. Yeah. If, yeah. So. Whenever Sierra doesn't get mad at him, uh, he plays great. Why but. are you always blaming on the woman? Oh, <laughs> no. gosh. The amount of times, like, in the beginning when Tom was with Giselle, and the amount of times this poor girl got blamed on. It's not her fault, man. It's, like, it's not the women's fault. Tom fucked fault. up that game. Why? Giselle probably yelled at him before they oh, went on to the field. Gosh, and it, you so know what infuriating. It, actually, I maybe, and I might catch some fire for saying this, I will say that there is something about a significant other being angry that does mess. Nah, man. At least with me. I remember That's just me. showing you that you are not tough enough. I'm, I'm probably on. not. I am Get your just, shit together. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, damn. 
Especially when it's one of those like, like, what did I do? Oh, you know what you did. And then I'm like, <laughs> but I feel like women, we, we also feel like when we upset, like, okay, at least for me, when I upset my significant other, I feel terrible. Like, it yeah. ruins my fucking day that, like, I made them mad or, no, yeah, most like, definitely. awkward. I started a fight. Like, it fucking ruins my day. But I'm not going to go out and do to my job and play like shit because my girlfriend or boyfriend's mad at me. I feel like it gets inside <laughs> my head. It gets inside my head. Maybe, maybe it um, just goes to show that some women are stronger than men because we're just know, like, it, it's the wrath that we fear because it's like something's gonna happen. I'm gonna happen. go home and I'm gonna get in. I'm gonna open up the door. A plate's gonna fly. Wait, what's going on? Imagine, oh my gosh. A plate didn't fly? No, no, it didn't. But all my clothes were on fire and. You know? Well, it happens. <laughs> That's rough. That just means you're not with the right person. Probably so. Probably. I'm, I'm, to any of my exes, if they are listening to this, well, thank you for following. <laughs> hey, thanks. But I'm not talking about any of you, I promise. Um, but okay so so you're a pa- how did we get here <laughs> i don't know to be honest <laughs> i just had to throw in that i'm a patriots fan oh we were talking about how uh for example whenever it, uh it is that the patriots lose it oh it ruins my out. mood yeah. yeah it really bums me out and it's like people are like think it's weird like it's just a game it's fine i'm like no you don't understand this game was riding on all these other games <laughs> now this whole system's messed up i talk a lot with my hands right now <laughs> just, no, my hands are very like all over the place they're right animated now. they're it's very fun. animated people just so you know <laughs> you're yeah. missing out on the show <laughs> I, yeah, I've been told that I need to switch. Over. My last podcast, my last guest, Marissa, she mm-hmm. was telling me that I should switch over to video oh, okay. uh, for some of the faces that I make. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess it's interesting to see how people t- like. But also, then you lose the essence of the podcast. You yeah, because podcasts is just to be like to listen to. Yeah, because I mean, I love listening to podcasts at work because I don't have to watch something. I can like be on my computer, type, type, type. And listen to something. <laughs> right, right. No, that's right. Yeah. So, but yeah, I guess it would be a cool element. I will you be do, like, switching a over to, or something. Maybe, but I I am going to be switching over to video, but for a different project. Oh, okay. Uh, which once it's ready to roll out, I will You'll officially start announce. About it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. For sure. Nice. But, um, where are we right now? <laughs> <laughs> so we we're talking. Well, we were talking about how like our moods get ruined and stuff, and oh, kind of transitioned off of like sometimes. And my modeling gives me confidence, but sometimes I'm not confident. Yeah. But I think that's with everybody. I think we like people. Humans like to do things that excite them or give them confidence that maybe they wouldn't, ha- or like that extra edge that maybe they wouldn't have in a day-to-day, or where they can kind of lose themselves in. Like growing up, like now it's modeling, but growing up. Which actually is also, I've, I I just did it recently too. I'm 25 years old, still doing it. But growing up, um, the way I like, actually the way I used to get out of a headspace, I would go to concerts. I still go to concerts, but it's hard to go to as much as I used to. Yeah. But I, I'm a rocker chick. You can tell about all my tattoos and my edginess. Which, by the way, I was actually going to talk to you about because I've been looking for someone to go to a con, like to, to go, go to watch con- a, a specific band, whatever what band? it is. Dead Sarah. I don't know if oh, you've ever I've never seen heard of them. But I always so love good, good new, 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 I always so love new good. music. I'll go ahead and send you a link. I'm not going to lie. Concert. I'm actually really boring, but I'm a fun person to go to a concert with because I'm all about concerts. Please tell me that you're not in the pit, though, because at my <laughs> age, I can't do that anymore. Okay, so that's what I was going to say. When I was younger and in my youth, um, going to concerts and, like, being rock concerts they're rock, and on the east coast we have way better of a hardcore scene i don't know here it's not as the hardcore scene in california is not really hardcore to me it's it's hardcore music you heard that, you heard that but, listeners we're soft 
we're pretty yeah you guys are pretty soft out here like i went to see a band that everybody crowd surfs to in new jersey and nobody was crowd surfing to i'm like what the hell people don't i guess it's annoying to have people jumping on your heads but anywho when i was younger i was so into the mosh pits and you can find it i don't even see myself doing it but i was like into the mosh pits and walls of deaths and and there's this thing called like skanking it's like a ska music it's like a dance and um and crowd surfing i would cry i've probably crowd surfed more than like thousands of times in my life like i would go to so i used to do this thing at warp tour every year and i would probably crowd surf so much just at warp tour like i could probably crowd surf i probably crowd surf like a hundred times just at warp tour like in one day and now i crowd surf once and i'm out of fucking breath like yeah. how did i do this you get out of breath I had ca- such, crowd surfing yeah man i don't know it's just a lot of work now i'm like how did i do this i had such good stamina i guess when i was younger but now i'm like oh my god i'm like oh, i can't breathe so it's funny because recently I went to see this band called Census Fails. Mm-hmm. I fucking love them. They're awesome. You should check them out. They're actually from New Jersey. And I went with a, a couple friends. And I was like, you know, I was like, you just feel this moment at, when you're at a concert. Like live concerts, there's nothing like them. You're, totally agree. You're all, the whole crowd, everyone is there for completely different reasons. Everyone obviously is there because they like like the same band, right? Yeah. They're there to see this band. But so many reasons, different reasons bring them to this concert that they're escaping from or they want to release in. Right. And then you're all, all a bunch of random strangers and misfits. You all connect at this concert. Everyone is like your best fucking friend. You fall down, they're going to pick you up. You can just talk to them during intermission. Like, you know, like it's just you're having a conversation with people. I have met so many, it's kind of funny actually, your friend on your um, third podcast was saying that he's met so many friends at Star Wars festivals, I have met so many friends at shows, like I call them show friends. You listen to my podcast? I listen to the podcast. (laughs) Sorry. And he was saying that he has, and I thought, I actually, like I'm not a Star Wars, like I have never seen Star Wars besides Mandalorian, go baby Yoda, forever baby Yoda, Mm -hmm. but um, I thought that was really interesting, I really connected to that podcast because he was saying that and I felt the same way, but at concerts, like when I go to concerts, you feel like you're not alone in the world and everyone's there and you're cool so i don't know even now i was 25 i went to this concert like a few months ago i thought it was kind of over crowd surfing and being in the pit but i don't know you you get to this moment and then your favorite song comes on from this band and i was like fuck it i'm just gonna go and i like went in the pit and i like crowd surfed and i was like that was the best moment ever it was actually right before my 25th birthday it was Mm. back in october my birthday's in november and I, I was going to make a whole post about it, but I forgot to because my time is time is the enemy, honestly. I feel like I don't have enough time. But yeah, it was, that's kind of my release, like going to concerts. I used to do it a lot when I was younger. Now I don't. I go to concerts, but I don't get like too crazy now. Now I'm more of like the girl with the beer because now I can drink. But still a lot of fun. And that is the best person still to be. Still a lot of fun. <laughs> honestly, though, I still am that person. Like, I can't dance. Like, you, you're a dancer and you've had dance people on your podcast. I, I cannot dance. I'm a straight white girl with That's no true. rhythm. We danced at the wedding. But I have no rhythm. It was a slow and dance, I was, but we danced. And I was really awkward about it because I was like, I don't <laughs> dance. I was just I trying remember. to blend into the table. I'm pretty Please. sure I lied to you and I told you, yeah, I don't know how to dance either. We're going to figure this and out. I, yeah, and I would never know that you dance. Yeah, and I was so embarrassed because there's like a long story about why this happened. But yeah, we won't, no, no, we yeah, won't yeah. share that. Right. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I was sitting at this table like a little lonely girl <laughs> who I does not know how to dance. I remember. So embarrassed about it. 
and I and I talked to one of the. I was on my phone, Paul, I think, and, and you were sitting with the flower girl. The flower girl, yeah. Now, Actually, she was just in town with Belinda. Oh yeah, she was. She I was, saw that. Yeah. Um, but and then I remember going. We both were by ourselves. Yeah. It just happened to be that we um, unfortunately were by ourselves this night. No, yeah. But yeah, and then these two nice men come over to us and like felt honestly, I felt pity. Like, oh, these people are pitying me because I'm by myself. No, it, it wasn't even that at all. I saw so, everybody else dancing, yeah. and then I also kind of wanted to. But dance. also, too, I would never. I actually would never have went up there even if I was with someone because we don't like we don't like we're not dancers. Me and my partner, but yeah. But yeah, it was so awkward because I don't dance. <laughs> I did I did it I was awkward but I, I, you helped me through the dance so it's actually your thanks to you no no that was all you if if you weren't willing to follow then it, the I guess I didn't have been... two left feet is what we're trying to say yeah no right. you did great I'll take that there's hope <laughs> there's hope yes no but no yeah I, rem- I remember clearly like I, I've told you before like I forgot what Paul was talking to me about oh, yeah. but then I was like Paul I see two girls sitting over there. Everybody is dancing over here. Let's go get them. Let's go. He's just like, wait, are you being serious? He's like, closed mouths don't get fed. (laughs) (laughs) Which actually is very true because at Disneyland, I really want to take a picture with the balloons that influencers have been doing. And you said that exact quote and you asked them for me and I got my picture. Yep. So that's a good saying to live by. It is. It's a motto. (laughs) And it's something that I I should imply more into my life. You should. That's two for two. I'm having a hard time doing it but it's life's rough it is (laughs) it's hard to kind of like it's hard to be your own like cheerleader in a sense yeah like it's nice when you have someone that cheers for you which is good when you have like friends that are there for you and you talk to them which i feel like is kind of like 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 i don't know if i ever feel like not in a good mood like i'll I'll sometimes just text a friend so like they can make me feel better or they'll tell me nice things like you know if you could text one person they'll tell you something nice you're like okay i'm all right (laughs) oh is that why you never text me because you know i'm not gonna text (laughs) you well you know what's funny actually is that okay people don't know this about Juan. he i and i had to have learned this from brian because brian had to tell me but you're the most sarcastic person so in the beginning i really didn't think you liked me i didn't (laughs) okay maybe i'm very annoying okay there's i'm pretty annoying person so i would understand if people didn't like me because i'm a very i'm a hard personality to like i think okay it's funny because some people are like oh my god no you're not and some people are like oh no you're a little annoying i'm just i talk a lot because i'm italian and i'm a jerk i don't know what it is but i talk a lot yeah it's just your personality that's who you are yeah and i think sometimes it's too much for someone because i'm pretty extra yeah and i I used to dress pretty extra now i'm a little more like simple and basic but um but yeah i could be pretty i don't know i'm really passionate i'm just a passionate person that likes to talk and i feel like the one thing of me or my personality i really like is that no matter who it is i can connect with anybody like i can just come like someone will say something i'll be able to connect with it like so easily like maybe we're not so maybe it's not the same situation but i can connect or relate somehow to everybody i feel like i have never not been able to do that with somebody can you see that i'm trying to think <laughs> i know really you're trying to think be like do i really want to say this because <laughs> i feel like damn Juan, that's kind of dark say it it's okay adolf hitler okay that's dark yeah no way i okay. told you <laughs> maybe okay let's rephrase it to be People I come in contact well, with. Well, to be fair, <laughs> yes, he did horrible things. And he got exactly what he deserved by the end of it, even though it came at his own doing. Mm-hmm. But he was an artist. Mm. He did appreciate it. Let's not talk about it. That's a little that's really? too much. <laughs> really? Am I the only one? No, I, I don't can't. Know. There, I can't. there are I some know. people that, that I have talked to about it where I'm just like, artist aspect. 
I mean, I guess, but I, I mean, it's so. I can't get... connect with that. Let's just say. Really? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you you got me. You got me. Yeah. Anyone I I come in humanly contact. I even with... try to find reasons to justify it for you. That way, you could find a way to connect, and you still couldn't do I it. I couldn't do it. Oh, I, I can't. One point to one. I can't. Yeah, one point for you, but. People I usually come in, usually come in contact with. I think that's why yeah. I was really good at I, um, when I was in retail and I was a manager of retail. I was really good at it because any customer I'm gonna like, I knew how to talk to them. Right. Talk, 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 talk. And that's what it is. That's what retail is. It's- so yeah, so that was nice. Now I'm glad to be in an office. I don't have to talk as much to customers because mm-hmm. retail puts a wear and tear on you. But but yeah, so I think that's like maybe a plus to my personality because i guess like i'm outgoing but in the beginning i am a little shy to people yeah i'm like an oxymoron you really don't know what you're gonna get with me to be honest you're like a box of chocolates i'm just like yeah you never know what you're gonna get it's a little sweet a little sour who knows (laughs) (laughs) and and no that that's what i loved about having conversations with you and i'm sorry if i ever made you feel that way oh no no i didn't think it was funny because at first i just you you were like I don't, a lot of people that are sarcastic, I just, I'm automatically in my mind, I'm like, oh, they don't like me. Like, I, like, I literally yeah. am prone to be like, oh my God, they don't like me, or oh my God, I did something wrong. Like, I'm, I'm immediately, because of how I grew up, like, I always feel the guilt. Even though I'm not wrong in a lot of situations, I'll feel wrong, or like, yeah, I feel like nur- the nature versus nurture argument, oh my God, nurture is so important when you're younger. And how your your family nurtures you because I feel like now that I'm older I realize like oh shit I got, I'm I'm fucked up from how I was raised because <laughs> like why do I feel this way like I'm always saying sorry and I always feel guilty even though I should not say sorry or feel guilty but I think because of that it's like my own problem like you're just sarcastic that's your personality and I had to learn that yeah like oh that's just how he is well, <laughs> so my... now I can like <laughs> banter back with him no no yeah most of and there there are some people that that I've come to learn this about me is that my sarcasm is a self defense mechanism. Oh, okay. 110%. Oh, really? That's what my humor is. Oh. Uh, because that's the way to like protect yourself. Protect myself and to see exactly who is really interested in sticking around. To, oh, oh, that's for really the long run, smart. and then the people that are actually able to kind of push through that mm-hmm. get to see exactly who I am. Oh, see, you know what? I guess. I would say the same. It's, like, it's weird. If you can't I, get past all the talking, then I guess we're not friends. No, I've gotten past. I'm just like, it's Brandy Lynn. That's actually a really cool way to think about it. That's interesting. And that's just what, what I've... I'm doing my best to kind of let go of it little mm-hmm. by little. Um, I don't know exactly. Maybe because... So, as I said, I had a mouth when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I still do. It's real. It, don't that is, it's just... I realized I was a brat too when I was little, and I'm like, oh, I guess I was kind of bratty. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I threw. I was. I think because I'm super sensitive, mm-hmm. I'm actually a really sensitive person. I'm like tough but sensitive. See, like an oxymoron again. I'm both best of both worlds. I was more just like, God, man. But I used to throw crying tantrums. Like, I would cry so much. Oh, really? (laughs) So much. I could, like, literally, I could, like, think of, like, this one movie. Like, certain movies made me cry, and I could think about that movie and start crying. Oh, really? I'm so sensitive when it comes to some things. But then other times, I'm not sensitive at all. Like, I give two fucks about it. Mm -hmm. So it's like you just, some some things hit you, some things don't. No, yeah. No, most of I completely agree. And, like, well, when I was younger, there were certain things that I... See, my sarcasm not only is a self-defense mechanism, but it is a way for me to be able to play. Mm. So, like, and, and act and kind of be in a different, different persona. Yeah. Um, when I was... And I feel like that stems from me being... There was this one situation that I remember vividly. I was younger, and I grew up in an apartment complex. 
Same. Like you mentioned, yeah. kids, you you become friends, friends with them. All which is actually a really cool thing about apartment oh, yeah. complexes. Most definitely, 110%. Yeah. It's really actually, it's like, I feel like when you live in an apartment complex, you're in, it's like a whole new world. Like if people never lived in an apartment complex, they don't understand it. Yeah. It's like its own land. Yeah, it really is. And you you just have so many memories, so many stories, so many yeah. adventures. Like you have to make up games and yeah. all the kids play with each other. So there was this one thing that we were doing once and I felt like I was always kind of, um pushing towards acting okay um so we were doing this thing in which and um i uh, this is the first time that i'm ever (laughs) we were trying to reenact a scene from the passion of the christ oh my god i went full mel gibson (laughs) with my acting i was like i am going there oh my god hey i appreciate it (laughs) but um so it's a sad movie it really was yeah so especially if you grow up in that religion yes which i don't know if you're i did i grew up catholic Catholic. christian both the same about this i I think they're like two sides to the same coin coin. yeah um there are minor differences here and there but anyway so (laughs) some of the neighborhood kids they were like dragging me along like oh my with God. my hands tied <laughs> and then they were but they weren't hitting me hard or anything okay. and then like we but you acted it yeah out. we were acting it out there was like we were like talking about doing the scene like there was this refrigerator in the back i don't know how this came about but they put me in the refrigerator and oh we we're just God. like all right this is going to be the scene where we do this oh anyway so refrigerator like, yeah i was just like we're Passion of the Christ in space i don't, oh, <laughs> I don't okay. know you're just going off of yeah, it yeah i was just like i'm gonna let my imagination hey, run good. well but kids will be kids. We... my parents got really upset oh. because one of uh, the parents found out that I was in the refrigerator. They oh. got me out of there. They took me to my apartment. It came dark. Yeah, it came really dark, dark really, really quick. quick. <laughs> my mom beat the shit out of me because oh. she was really upset. Um, See, I feel like kids these days don't understand that. Like, I feel like I got beat. Like, yeah. my, there was no such thing as a spanking. A spanking was a beating. Like, no. Pull your ear into the room. Oh you're getting your goodness. shit beat out oh of you. Oh my god! You're gonna get like, like one time. I remember my my sister actually. I'll never forget witnessing it. Got in like really big trouble. My mm. dad was like very abusive, and he just fucking threw my sister into the fan. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna stay away. <laughs> it's like <laughs> that's not me. <laughs> that's a spanking in my house. Yeah, crazy though. No, yeah, yeah and and yeah, there it has toned down. Okay, quite, that's good. I, I feel like or my parents toned down. I think. As as my siblings got older, got older. they started... I was just like... You were the you test child? Beat the shit. <laughs> and I feel like that I grew some resentment towards my siblings after, oh, after really? a couple... Yeah, just yeah. a little bit because I'm like... Because you had to go through the hard stuff. Like, yeah, because yeah, I was yeah. a test child. Yeah. So, um, yeah, anyway. So after that ended up happening, and there were some other instances where it seemed like some of the things that I wanted to do. And I didn't know how to vocalize it when I was younger either. Like, this is what I want to do. This do, is what yeah. I feel like I, I can do. About, yeah. yeah. Um, but my parents didn't really... Su- my mom supported it more than what my dad did. Okay, But see. my dad is... He's the man of the house. So yeah. for him, it's just like, no, he's You're not he's, he's going to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, and... and you had anything, like a plan already written up for you yep, before you could even get exactly. there. So like yeah. anything artistic that I want to do. So like, I played the keyboard... For, oh, cool. I played the bass. Sorry, keyboard, piano, piano? keyboard, p- piano. Same thing. I, I knew did she both. Meant. <laughs> I used to play bass guitar. Yo, really? Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of people know that about me. How long did you play for? Um, just in like middle school, high school. Nice. Yeah. Do you think if you were to pick up a bass now, you could still? I actually have the bass still in New Jersey oh, okay. at like a 
so I, I so growing up since remember I mentioned like the guidance counselor was my best friend. I, a lot of teachers became yeah. my friends, um, which is funny. But um, so it's at like an old friend slash teacher's garage. But yeah, I don't know if I could pick up the rhythm the same. The rhythm is the hard like learning an instrument. Yeah. I think the rhythm is really the hardest. Yeah, and kind of how I'm a basic white girl that has no rhythm dancing. Rhythm of playing the bass guitar was really hard to learn. Um, I was able to play, like, like the first song, song I learned is, like, everyone's first song, like, Smoke on the Water by Deep Purple. Like, you have to learn that song. <laughs> but then, I actually, because at the time, rest in peace, Cobra Starship was my shit. And I learned I learned one of their songs. So, I learned, obviously, learned Purple Haze and all that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if I tried to, like, like, probably could do Smoke on the Water, but probably could not do, like anything harder than that (laughs) no that's that's it's hard to get that rhythm back like to do the notes because i have a really big hand to be honest i like i don't know i have really big hands so i felt like playing the bass was easy for me because Mm. you need to have a good like to do four four chords you have to have a big stretch instead of like like six strings guitars like close together so i think that helped me but to get the rhythm of it back it would be hard yeah I don't know about if you could play piano. I always wanted to learn piano. I loved playing the piano when I was younger. That's cool. Um, I did it for about a year, year or two, I think. If that's I like so, it used to be like not cool, and now it's so cool. You Fuck know what I mean, that. right? So what I would do to be able to <laughs> like, like Ed woo a girl with the piano. <laughs> yeah. like, hey, what's up, girl? That's Larry pretty cool. Let me play Twinkle Little Star Boy. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, one thing, what was it? For the longest time, uh, because I am a fan of the first twilight book okay okay and i grew up I, on twilight i enjoy the to- i read all the books team but edward. i really like the first one team edward yeah and i stop <laughs> uh but uh, he glistens <laughs> i i listened or listen i saw all the movies uh but when bella's lullaby came out oh okay i really wanted to learn, to learn how to play that. It because did it, you I didn't. Oh, and hey, you can I, still do it. For 2020, I've actually set a goal for oh, myself cool. to get back into piano and kind of do that. Do that. And then also uh, learning how to play guitar. Because I used to play the clarinet. Oh. There were like so many things that I wanted to wanted do. Wanted to do, yeah. But they kind of, I had to kind of push it down. Mm. Like, no, I'm not going to do gonna that. Do it's it. not going to happen. But now that I've gotten older, I'm just like, you know, I, I need gonna to do You're going to try this. it, yeah. Um, I think that's the beauty of getting older. Like, yeah. I don't, I'm not, I actually like getting older. Yeah. I mean, my back doesn't like it. <laughs> my back is still, my hip. thinks it's in middle school. But yeah. I think the beauty of getting older is, and especially for me, I think the beauty of it is like, just learning like how you are like i learn more about myself as i get older than i ever would have i feel like or like connections you make you're like oh wow like this is why i am like like when you have an argument with someone and you're like oh shit why am i acting like this and you're like oh it's because of this when i was younger oh now i'm older i can fix it like it's right right. exactly so make your own path i feel like there's just a lot of uh repressed creativeness inside Mm -hmm. where i'm just like i it's not a i want to get this out i need to yeah and uh, don't get me wrong. I, I love the job that I have now, mostly for the people that are around me. Yeah. And yes, the clients that I'm it's a lot of the clients I'm able to interact with, but mostly for the people that I have around me. Yeah. With that being said, it's not fulfilling me in an artistic mode. And because it's ha- just your job. It's just my job. Yeah. And, job's a job. And I want to make acting a career. Gotcha. I I don't want it to be something. Your side. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's on the side. I, I want it to. It's the one thing where I really feel like. I'm I'm gonna kick it in the ass. Like, See, this that's is, awesome. This is gonna end up that's happening. really cool to think. Um, I wish I had that mindset because for me, I'm like, 
because I've been through such hardship in my life and not a good support system, I'm kind of resentful, actually. Yeah. When people, like, when you see famous people, like, do interviews and they're like, yeah, like, I always had a good support system. I'm like, fuck, man. That means I'm getting nowhere because I didn't have that. Yeah. And it's kind of like, I guess it's not so much resentment. It's like a chip on my shoulder. Like, yeah. I have this chip that's like, I was never good enough. So, like, just trying to be good enough in my life. Mm. But I wish I, like, like, for me, I would love to be a Victoria's Secret. I would love to be, like, the first tattooed Victoria's Secret model, like, change history or, like, become famous and make my own Disney princess after me. Like, that's yeah. actually my real goal in life, to be honest. To be a Disney princess? I just want to be my own Disney princess. Because I already think I'm a Disney princess that's, like, tattooed and cool and edgy. But, like, if I could become famous, then I could make her into, into reality. But, you know. Yeah one day but it Maybe. sucks because like i know i have to have that realistic like monday to friday job which does take away the time you can put into like modeling and blogging and mm-hmm. influencing so that that kind of is like the the, the struggle of your right like artistic creation like i feel like i'm not very creative to like think of creative things to do but when i do it's like i want to do it all yeah and so it's kind of hard sometimes you like you have to always sacrifice something yeah so sacrifice is the hardest thing in life yeah i, I feel like uh, at this point not that i've sacrificed enough mm-hmm. but i've sacrificed to the point where it's like i i need to stop sacrificing Sac- so much oh, okay like i i need you to just have to do it i just need to do it gotcha and, and well you I- have to sacrifice your fact that you're not been doing it so you yeah. have to just get over that to then finally like okay it's time for me to like put it into action yeah and so like i said i i have learning piano and guitar That's hopefully awesome. um by, by the end of 2020 i want to learn to play at least four songs on each instrument oh by shit the end of okay you so have a whole year. That's i'm gonna have time. a recital i want everybody Dude, to yes come. i'll come no <laughs> I, I'm at, I just I'll, get I'll record it. Shy. I just be like, no, fuck, I'm, I'm going. Yes. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, I want to do that, and then I also want to act in a play if I can. Oh, that'd be cool. And do short films here and there. Like I, I just want to go head on into it into at this it. point That's and good. just be like, this, this is me. I know. I, I feel like the same. Like I want. Like I feel like 2020. I feel really oddly good about it. Where I'm like, okay, like I'm gonna get my shit together and just really and i'm not gonna i'm gonna try not to sleep an hour so i can put an hour into doing this or like i need to do more i think yeah and i think i'll feel better doing more because i feel like i got into a rut where like i haven't been doing much and then i'm trying to do it but it's like very pc like like for instance i really thought of this really awesome idea and it was like the top eight sweet treats on at disneyland yeah and i was gonna make this little instagram monologue and i did it and it was really awesome and i got really good feedback on it and people liked it and they voted in my polls and stuff but the problem was I didn't, I was supposed to post it once a day, like eight days in a row. And I did it like Monday and then Wednesday and then for Saturday. So it wasn't consistent. I think my key is I need to be more consistent. Yeah. Which is hard when you work a full-time job. Do you feel like... And you have like two-hour commute. It could also help if you had someone like kind of on your ass, like, hey, yeah, you have I think not so. done it. And I think it would help if like, so like my best, best friends are all pretty far like i have best friends and you, i'm I, only in pasadena true true that's true but oh. hey you guys are all busy too you're too busy to text back okay sir you that's answer my true. instagram message i read before. it <laughs> but but that's true like i think i need to get out of my funk where i hang out with my friends like you and paul and brian and belinda are all close um so i need to get out more but like and also just like like right now like we are both like 
what's the word I'm looking for? Like we're both like doing content together and I think I need more collaboration. I think I need yeah. more collaboration and then it like fuels me. Oh yeah, most definitely. Collaboration most definitely fuels the process because yeah. it's just like, okay, mm-hmm. I did it. Yeah, like, and like the immediate people that are around me like day to day don't like are not into this so it's hard to be like okay so i have to seek out the collaboration with the friends who i know are into it yeah and then it's like okay cool like like right now i feel so positive like doing this and talking about it and then i'm Mm. gonna go home and feel like on a high like okay it's time to like do it i'm gonna like set up all my shit and then it's just gonna be like okay i have to keep that going right i feel like it the momentum. It's really hard to keep the momentum Keep going. the momentum, and I feel like small goals. Yeah. To just get, like... Yeah, like, I'm get... so impulsive. I'm, yeah. like... The worst thing about me is I'm super impulsive, so mm. I, like... Like, this will spark something. I'm gonna want to do that right away, but then, like, there's so many things I have to get to in between that. Yeah. So it's kind of, you're right, like, honing in on the small wins first. Right, right. And, and then getting to and it. And those little small wins will, like give that level of confidence or like mm-hmm. oh yeah i'm getting there it's going Get, it's yeah. getting to where it is that it's I want supposed it to, be. to be yeah, yeah. that's actually a good point yeah, yeah. so but I, i'm sure that you're going to end up accomplishing every everything it is that you I end up accomplishing so. and i really Likewise. do hope that you end up bringing me onto that show oh my god i really hope <laughs> I, I really feel cool about i feel like that would a be a mask on maybe we'll let you wear like Captain America mask or something. You can, wear his head, you can wear his headgear. Like, it could just show my mouth and just be covering. We can head. have, like, the episode be about, like, Marvel and how amazing it is. Yes. We, <laughs> I could talk about Marvel. Oh, there's another thing I really liked about. I'm pretty sure it's episode three and you guys are talking about being a nerd. I fucking love being a nerd. I, I own that shit. Like, I guess it's right. People nowadays, it's like hipster. Like, oh, I'm a nerd. No, yeah. like, I was always into this. Like, I was always, like, into astrology and and. Like, I guess I never read comics, but I always saw the movies and was really into Marvel. And I am like, you have to watch Marvel movies the way they came out. Like, I get so mad when people are like, no, I'm going to watch the newest one first. Like, no, you're doing it wrong. Like, I feel I have to tell them how to do it because I'm so, like, quote unquote nerdy about it. So I definitely connected with that. Like, being a nerd, I am i don't care. Call me a nerd or a dork or whatever. I'm about it. I actually made a... uh, mcu chronological list okay that i keep on my computer at work okay so, so how I, do you think you should watch it uh all right if i'm gonna list them down you think uh, you should watch it in the timeline yeah of, in a timeline a you chronological think, order well no like the timeline of the movies like like timeline or like not in the way that they were released in theaters but in their actual timeline oh so see you would, like, a friend just Amer- said she's doing that and i got so mad she's like my really good friend and i was like no Lindsay, you can't watch it this way you have to watch it in the way they came out in the theaters but you say that's a, wrong that's a no, big not, debate not wrong. wrong but you wrong. think it's, it's better just, the other it, way it would be a little bit better but i feel like you have to watch it in the way it theatrically came out because like that just makes sense when you watch it i'm like oh they're bringing this from that oh they're bringing the, and then like the end credit I don't know. I guess she is watching it that way, though, and I was so upset well, about I think, it. I, I think <laughs> like, sillyly upset about it. For me, it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, um, granted, like, there are some things that, like, in The Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. if you if you watch them in the way that they were released in theaters, okay. and if you've never seen them before, right, okay. then up until Captain Marvel, you still have that whole, how did Nick Fury lose his eye? Right. Oh. Or if you were to watch in chronological order, you already know what ends up happening. But oh. I also I'm okay, trying to put okay, myself in the okay. mindset of like if that's I was kind of funny how he lost his eye. I would never think that was how he lost his eye. I feel like you know how it's supposed to be a serious moment when he says that in the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Last time I trusted someone, I lost an eye. Why? I feel like if you watch Captain Marvel first, it becomes more comedic. It's yeah. a comedic beat at that point. That's like, true. Huh. 
Oh the yeah, cat I guess up. you're right. So there Isn't are little that, things. Spoiler alert. It, what if someone you know hasn't what? seen if they haven't seen it by now they're not a yeah, true fan it, it is on. what it is it's fine but oh my god that's actually a really good point you know see I, I think it's really cool when you do talk to people like this and like bring up different opinions because I don't know I feel like I love when people share their opinions some people get really defensive like they can only have this one opinion and yeah like maybe for a second I was like no she's doing it wrong but then actually you just opened my eyes and it's like the interaction of i feel like oh like human interaction is getting so lost these days that i just love when you can have a good interaction and like discuss an opinion and you're like you know i learned something no, maybe yeah. that actually is a good point you just made yeah I, I would never have thought of that and like i haven't that. even i haven't watched it in chronological order because i watched them the way that you did yeah. the way that they were released so are you going back now and doing that no <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i kind of want to now <laughs> that's actually a that. really good point hey I, disney plus i've done a marble marathon before okay at, uh el capitan theater what, before Ooh, Age of Ultron theater. came out, um, yeah, it was leading up to the premiere. So it wasn't of Age that many Ultron. yet. There's a lot more now. Uh, I was like uh, over 24 hours. We were in there for okay. a good while. Wow. But I we should do like myself, a, I wouldn't do that again. Again, we should do like a Disney, like you know, in the new like Marvel series come out on Disney Plus. We should do like a Disney Plus like get together like day. once a week like yeah viewing. like when they make them come out i was trying to do that for the mandalorian with some people but cool. if like i'm down if people are able to like do it m- match up their schedules and yeah. i don't you want anybody watching the sh- episode before, yeah. yeah you should just pick like okay the saturday after it comes out eight o'clock be there be square kind of thing you know what i mean i wouldn't be able to hold out till saturday so what? i'd be that person uh, that yeah. would watch well, it what right? if they don't release it till friday i would watch it on fr- no, yeah that's like true. mandalorian i watched it well, that uh, one I was midnight. Every, every time. Every See, time. I wasn't. I'm not a Star Wars fan, so mm-hmm. I I didn't care. Like I watched it on Friday. I watched it Saturday. I waited two weeks once, so I had to watch two at once. But you really like Baby Yoda carried that show. Let's be honest. It was. He's the cutest little thing. Oh. He, he really Baby is. Yoda memes are the best, too. Oh, they really are. I, so I can't good. stop sending them I just love the... Oh, if you haven't seen the last episode, there's the funniest part is when he's like, do the magic hand thing. Oh, yeah. And then Baby Yoda's <laughs> just like putting out his hand. Yeah, I yeah. thought that was the best that part That reminded ever. me of you when we oh, went to really? Disneyland and you were like... I was trying to do that. But now I realize... Oh, my God. It's so funny you bring that up because literally as we're watching it, I was like... Me and my partner were watching it and I was like... Oh my god, I was doing the hand thing wrong with Juan when we went to Disneyland because I was doing like the three main fingers, like not my pinky, not my thumb. I was just doing those three fingers, but I realized he has a thumb. So it's his thumb, his middle finger, and his pointer finger. So I was doing it wrong. So now I'm like, oh gosh, I look dumb. but that's whatever now i know you can go ahead because the the guy was doing it these the the thumb the pointer and the middle finger and now i'm like oh that's how his hand is and it's like crinkled up it's just Mm. such cute anywho it it was really great it was a really great series but yeah Yeah. i'm excited for when marvel releases theirs yeah they they're gonna be having some great ones starting fall next year so it's gonna be it's a good while from now but it's gonna go by quick yeah that's true well brandy lynn sorry uh, it's been nice having you on the podcast. Thanks. Sorry today. if I went on like no, weird no, tangents. You, you I don't even you know if fun. I answered all the questions. I don't even <laughs> But um it, but this was a great conversation to have and like I said, I fun. did bring you onto the podcast a lot earlier than what I anticipated that I was gonna end up bring you on. Well thanks. No, it, I feel and, special. No, no, thank I don't you know, so I much. For, in an accent. <laughs> I, and you said people from New Jersey don't have an accent. Well, you know, maybe. Yeah. yeah. 
it comes out here and there. <laughs> right. Well, uh, before we go ahead and go, where can our, if uh, people want to go ahead and check out your modeling pages, where, where can our audience find you? Yeah, so if you are intrigued by my personality, <laughs> um, you can follow me and view all my content on my Instagram, which is my first name, Brandy Lynn, all one word, it's very long, underscore inked. And all my content is really on Instagram. I will be coming out with a Patron page to do like exclusive content and tiers for people if they're interested in that, of like getting like exclusive pictures or like behind the scenes of photo shoots and stuff. Mm -hmm. So or like Disney stuff. But yeah, so my my blogging is pretty much on Instagram. And then one day I'm gonna probably do like a talk show on YouTube. So that'll be coming. But everything's really on Instagram right now. Okay. And then guys, I'll also be posting up uh, her Instagram page on the Late Bloomer Podcast Instagram page as well um as well as my own personal instagram page and, and i'm telling you she she's done a lot of great work and Thanks. and you should really go ahead and i love and when people talk to me so give me some feedback and comment on my polls yeah most most definitely she she posts up some really great stuff so yeah so brandy thank you so much thank again you. for coming on Thanks. And, uh, thank you to everybody listening i'll catch you guys next time